Well, I'm I'm on on the the Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Monday, August 15th, and I hope you're having a great start to your work week. Uh, We welcome you, those that are listening by way of radio, 95.9 FM. Thank you for tuning in today. Uh, Those that are listening on the radio app and those on our podcast, we welcome you. And uh, if you have not yet downloaded uh, the radio app, I hope you will do that. It's WVFV radio and uh, it's a voice for victory if you're listening online we have a website also where you can listen if you don't download the app Uh, but those are just ways you can listen if you're ever away from your car you don't have a radio but you have your smartphone uh, or you have your your uh, ipad or you have your tablet or you have your computer Uh, it's a great way to listen uh, anytime and uh, anywhere i hope that that would be a blessing and then those that are watching on facebook of course our Radio station is not live on Facebook 24-7, but we are live for the Winning Side broadcast Monday through Friday uh, at noon. And if you miss it at noon on Facebook, you can go back and watch the archive anytime. So I hope that's a blessing. And then also on YouTube, if you don't have Facebook, but you want to watch the video, you can go to our YouTube channel, uh, WVFV uh, Voice for Victory Radio, and you can watch it there and uh, subscribe to that. And that's another way to watch. But I hope you having a great day. Uh, We had a great day. Let me start with Sunday. Yesterday, we had a great day. It was back to school Sunday, and we had a special gift for all of the uh, students going back to school these next few weeks. And we also had a special gift for all of our teachers and school employees, and it was such a blessing in both the early service and the 11 o'clock service. It was such a blessing to see so many teachers and so many folks who are working in our schools, not just Victory Christian Academy, but working in so many schools in this area. And you know, every one of those teachers has an influence. Every one of those teachers uh, has a testimony and and has a witness and has an example uh, that God is using them for. And I'm so happy that we have so many folks involved in uh, training the next generation. I hope you pray for our teachers, pray for our students. And uh, we had a good day yesterday. Then last night we had the Lord's Supper. We have the Lord's Supper here at Victory Baptist Church. We have it uh, every quarter. Uh, and sometimes the way that it works out, it's not exactly within that first quarter, second quarter, but it's four times a year, and, and roughly it's every quarter. And uh, uh, the Lord's Supper is not something we came up with just for something cute or something neat or something different, but the Lord's Supper is an ordinance of the local church. There are two ordinances. Uh, There is baptism, which we've had this year, I think uh, 25 or 26 baptisms so far this year, praise God, and we want to see more, of course. And then the second ordinance is the Lord's Supper, and we take the Lord's Supper in remembrance of what Jesus Christ did on the cross. He uh, broke the bread and he gave out the juice and he said, this do in remembrance of me. And we had such a sweet service last night uh, for the Lord's Supper. It was a wonderful time. And uh, those are the two ordinances. And then, by the way, there are two offices. I don't know if you knew this, but there are two offices in the local church. There is the office 
of the pastor, and that is the shepherd, uh, that is the overseer of the church, and then there is the office of the deacon. You say, well, what, what is the office of the deacon? Well, the office of the deacon was set up because the pastors, they were neglecting the word of God and they were neglecting prayer because they were having to do everything to care for the widows. And so there was a murmuring that, hey, the widows are being neglected. And so the preacher said, well, we've got to give ourselves to the word of God and to prayer. And so there were deacons appointed, men of God, holy men of God, spirit-filled men of God to serve in the church. And so you've got the two offices and you've got the two ordinances of the local church. And so I didn't mean to get into all that this morning, but I hope that helps you. I hope that helps you in your church to see what is the purpose of a pastor? What is the purpose of a deacon? Uh, why do we have baptism? Why do we have the Lord's Supper? Well, those are the reasons there. And that was yesterday. We had a great day. We had an activity last night for our Crossroads Bible class and had a, a sweet time of fellowship. We've got some wonderful young people. Uh, and then we, um, we had, uh, we got some of our college students already have gone. We've got more getting ready to go. And then this morning, we had our first day at Victory Christian Academy. This is our second year, but this was the first day of school, August 15th. And uh, it was such a wonderful thing this morning to see so many uh, of the students out there and their parents. They were taking pictures. They were getting in the classrooms. And God has given us such a wonderful, wonderful staff. God's given us wonderful teachers. And uh, God's given us some wonderful students. And I enjoyed getting to meet some of the parents and get to say howdy to some of the returning students and new students today. Uh, but I hope you'll be in prayer for our school. Pray God will bless us at Victory Christian Academy. Please put it on your prayer list. Pray for safety and pray for health and strength and pray for our students to learn and pray that they will uh, get grounded uh, in the Word of God. And they'll get grounded in what they believe, not because of what we believe, but because of what the Bible teaches. And I hope you'll pray for them. And uh, we're excited about uh, the first day today. And we're looking forward to a great year. Happy birthday yesterday to Maurice Joyner. Maurice, hope you had a good day. It was good to see you yesterday. And then today, happy birthday to Destiny Dixon and Gabriel Higgins. Happy birthday to both of you today. And then happy anniversary today to Mike and Ada Dixon. And happy anniversary today to Dale and Donna Tiller. I hope you folks have a wonderful day and a happy anniversary. Let's pray for our church Let's pray for our school, pray for our ministries, pray for our missionaries, and let's pray for one another. Here's a great song by the Brent Rochester family. We've not had them here at the church. We've had the Brady Rochester family, uh, but uh, this is Brother Brady's brother, Brent, and his family singing. And here's a great song. It's called Be Assured. And I'm glad that we can be assured of salvation. We can be assured of the promises of God. God is faithful and you can trust him. Hope you enjoy the song, and after the song, we'll get into our Bible study in Psalm 127. I'm a man, flesh and blood, of just one thing I'm sure. I was made from the dust, and the dust I will return. But the dust ain't the end, cause in my heart I know I'm spirit and soul, to the Father's home I go Be assured, be assured, if you've trusted in the Lord All who call on His name are gonna live forevermore
the sun says the sun I'll ever be Well, I can be assured that my home is up on high I found it in the word of the one who'll never lie Be assured, be assured if you've trusted in the Lord All who call on His name are gonna live forevermore If you live in the darkness and the fear There is love, only love He will wash away the tears Pouring love in you The Spirit of the Son He'll flow through you Into everyone Be assured, be assured If you've trusted in the Lord All who call on His name Are gonna live forevermore Be assured, be assured if you've trusted in the Lord, all who call on His name are going to live forevermore. Amen. I hope you enjoyed that song and uh, thank the Lord for good uh, music. And I hope it's a blessing to you to listen to the radio. And I'm glad for all the music we've got playing around the clock. And uh, I thank the Lord for preaching and teaching. I enjoy, when I get in my car, I enjoy, I, have, I keep it on. I enjoy listening to the radio station. Uh, I was uh, driving back uh, last night from the activity and uh, there was some preaching. And if you've never tuned in um, in the evenings, late, I think it's nine o'clock or 10 o'clock, uh, but it's, uh, it's preaching classics. It's preachers from years ago. And I tell you, I love to hear some of those old-time preachers preach, and I hope that'll be a blessing to you. I love to listen to Unshackled and hear the uh, testimonies of people that have been gloriously saved and the difference that God's made in their lives. Uh, but I hope you enjoy the radio, the, the preaching, the teaching, and the, the great music that uh, we have the opportunity to listen to. I want you to notice in your Bibles, Psalm 127. We're going to start a new psalm uh, today, and I love this psalm. Verse number one, except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep or, or guard the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. Uh, on Sunday mornings, I'm going through a series uh, from the book of Nehemiah. And Nehemiah, his mission was to build the walls of Jerusalem. And God used him to build those walls. It's a miracle. You read the account and it seemed impossible, but in 52 days, the walls of the city were built and God used Nehemiah. But uh, a couple weeks ago, as we were getting into that series, I quoted this verse and I reminded our people that if we're going to build anything, we must have God. If you're going to build your home, if you're going to build a family, if you're going to build a marriage, if you're going to build a relationship, uh, if you're going to build a business, if you're going to build a ministry, if you're going to build anything in life, you must have the Lord and I must have the Lord. Here's what verse 1 says. Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. If, if you don't have God working in you and with you and through you and for you, you're wasting your time. You are laboring, you are building in vain. It's not going to amount to anything. You've got to have God in the building. You've got to have God in the work. God's got to be involved in your life. Let me ask you, 
You say, well, Pastor, uh, you know, we're a Christian home. Good. I'm glad. Uh, we're a Christian family. Wonderful. But can I tell you, it takes more than having a sign uh, on your wall that says, you know, Jesus Christ is the head of this house or God bless our home. It takes more than that. It takes individuals that spend time with the Lord, individuals, a, a husband, a wife, a, a mom, a dad. It takes some people that will take the time to read the Bible every day, to, to pray to seek God's will, to make wise decisions that are, are, are biblically based and, and spiritually discerned. We must have the Lord if we're going to build anything and if it's going to last. Uh, the wise man built his house upon the rock. The foolish man built his house upon the sand. And I think both houses probably looked pretty good. You couldn't tell a big difference, perhaps. Until the, storm came, until the storm came and the winds blew and the waves beat upon that house. And can I tell you, that's when you find out if your house, if your home, if your marriage is built upon the Lord. Don't wait till the storms come. Get your life built upon the Lord now so that when the storms come, you can withstand the storms and you can stand strong through the storm. Verse 1, except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. Verse 2, it is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows, for so he giveth his beloved sleep. Lo, children, interesting, we're talking about building and, and, and protecting the house and the city. And now, verse 3, children are an heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. <laughs> children are not a punishment. Children are a reward. Children should not be a burden. Children ought to be a blessing. And then verse 4 says, As arrows are in the hand of a mighty man, so are children of the youth. Here we see children, not only a, 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 an heritage, they're not only an inheritance, they're not only a reward, but here we see that children are arrows. Interesting. Verse number 5, Happy is the man that hath his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with the enemies in the gate. There's so much in this psalm that will take several days, I'm sure, to cover it. But let me just give you a thought quickly. We'll, just, we'll touch on it and we'll, we'll finish and wrap it up for today. But number one, I want to tell you that Jesus Christ is the answer. Uh, whatever you're going through, uh, except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Christ is the answer. I think you realize, I think we all understand that this world has a lot of questions. People are searching. Uh, people are trying to find hope. People are trying to find help. People are trying to find satisfaction. People are looking everywhere. Uh, they're saying, maybe if I change my diet, and by the way, I'm not against you changing your diet. I'm not against eating healthy. That's a good thing to do. But some people think, well, if I change my diet, then things will be better. If I'll change my financial portfolio, if I'll change my financial habits, and I'm, I'm all for that. I think you ought to read, and I think you ought to, to, to study, and I think you ought to examine your, your finances and, and, and examine your spending and your, your income and your outgo. And uh, I, I, don't, I wouldn't say I recommend everything, but I recommend a lot of uh, Dave Ramsey. If you've ever uh, looked into some of his stuff, again, that's not an endorsement on everything, but I think you ought to be wise with your money. Um, you say, well, I'm getting a new hobby. I think if I had this hobby, uh, I think if I had uh, this house or if I had this car or if I had uh, this gadget, I think my life would be better. Well, I'm not saying it would or wouldn't, but I know this. Whatever you're going through, whatever problem you're facing today, 
The answer is Jesus. You need to get Jesus in your life. You need Christ in your life. And people try to find the answer, but they neglect the Bible. People try to find the answer, but they don't take time to pray. I want to tell you, Jesus Christ is the answer. People have questions. People have uncertainty. Uh, uh, souls are lost and souls uh, are, are, are entering into eternity and people don't even know Jesus. I think about things that are going on in our country. I think about uh, people who, are, who are, are committing violent crimes. Uh, I think about the, the situation with drugs and the situation with alcohol. I think about our government and how divided our government is and how politics is just, it is all out. It is a mess. Uh, we hear of fighting. We hear of corruption. We hear of, uh, of, of homes that are struggling. We hear of uh, immorality uh, at an all-time high, not just out in the world, but in our homes and in our churches and in our government and, and with people we know. It's everywhere. Uh, it has become so common. Well, can I tell you what the answer is? The answer to every problem in life, the answer is Jesus Christ. And as we get into this psalm, I want to remind you that Jesus is the answer for your problem. Jesus is the answer for my problem. You say, Pastor, I'm struggling today with depression. Well, you need to get some help. Maybe you need to get some counseling. I don't know. I'd get some Christian counseling. I'd get some counseling that's based on the Word of God. Uh, I'm not against that. You say, I'm, I'm sick. I need to go to the doctor. Good. I'm not against going to the doctor. I'm not saying don't go to the doctor. But here's what I'm saying. The problems that we face... I believe for every problem, I believe we need to get back to God. I think we need to get back to the Word of God. I think we need to get back to prayer. I think we need to make sure that our, our life is being built upon the foundation of Jesus Christ and that every step in the building process, we are seeking the Lord. Uh, except the Lord build the house, they, or you could say we, labor in vain. Uh, let's not leave Jesus out of the equation. Let's not leave Jesus out of our life. Let's not leave Jesus out of our schedule. Let's get him back in. And in everything, let's put him back where he belongs. He belongs at first place. He is number one. He ought to have the preeminence in your life and in my life. And let's get back to Jesus. I hope that helps you. We've got a long way to go in this psalm, but we'll cover it this week. I hope you have a great day. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.